Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Room 102 podcast, a podcast in Champaign, Illinois, from Franklin Steam Academy, where we work on um, making sure that there is little learning loss during periods of breaks for middle school science students. Any middle school, any middle school science student can listen and get free information about middle school science. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first, last time, we started part one of our special on making bread uh, in the kitchen. We're going to continue that uh, while we go through our series this week on um, chemistry in the kitchen and how uh, you see chemistry in your everyday things that you do in the kitchen, uh, or maybe have seen people do in the kitchen. Um, so we're doing part two. Uh, this is uh, not quick breads. This is uh, yeast-based breads. Um, and so last time we talked about quick breads uh, using baking soda. And um, what you might have noticed was um, uh, when you did the, if you did the extension activity, what should have happened was adding buttermilk and baking soda should very slowly have made a very odd looking foam. You might have seen some of the carbon dioxide gas uh, bubble up. If you use too much baking soda, it might, the whole thing might have spilled over. So hopefully you had it near the sink. Um, but it's, a you know, adding baking soda to vinegar is the same reaction, except that instead of reacting the sodium bicarbonate with l lactic acid, like you are with buttermilk, uh, you're actually reacting it with, um, acetic acid, which is the main ingredient in vinegar. Uh, vinegar is, I believe 5% by volume, um, acetic acid. Okay. Um, part two, uh, yeast-based breads. What are the ingredients in a yeast-based bread? Well, actually, all you really need is yeast uh, and flour. And then you need an agent to make sure those things react. Typically, a powder won't react with another powder because the molecules uh, in a powder are mostly inside what you might call like a grain of yeast or a grain of flour. Most of the molecules that need to react are in the inside of that grain. There's not enough surface area to have a reaction. If you do put dry yeast on top of flour, it'll sit there. It might react, but it'll happen so slowly you won't even see it over the course of a day. If you add water to this mixture, however, then you'll start to see a reaction happening, and that's when you create a dough. Um, adding just water to flour will make it doughy. Um, the water will be absorbed into the flour, but you'll make um, an actual dough and you add yeast because, again, the yeast is creating the carbon dioxide. So let's talk about the um, let's talk about the chemical reaction that's happening here. Um, you have sugars inside of flour. There's lots of different types of sugar like maltose and glucose and fructose. The basic reaction is that mainly the glucose in the flour um, is uh, being turned via mostly enzymes and proteins into ethanol, uh, which is... Um, well, I'll, I'll leave that for um, another time. It's ethanol and carbon dioxide. Um, last time we said that one thing you could do is you can research the elements that are in sodium bicarbonate and um, in lactic acid. Most of the uh, elements you should have found were carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and then sodium bicarbonate obviously has sodium in it. Um, and so uh, you have the same elements here, and it's even simpler because you don't have any sodium. Uh, ethanol is just um, two carbon atoms, uh, six hydrogen atoms and an oxygen atom, uh, and then you make carbon dioxide. The carbon dioxide that you make uh, is the gas that makes the dough rise. Um, and because you have so many different sugars that are being made when you make um, 
bread with yeast, yeast bread tends to be lighter. You have a lot more gas that's being made because there's a lot more types of molecules that can be turned into carbon dioxide. Um, this is also one of the most unique things that you do in cooking, only really in in two other places I can think of, are you taking something that's alive, yeast, like something that has like actual like proteins and enzymes in it, and you're using that to make uh, a new product? Uh, the other examples would be like yogurt um, and like fermentation, like when you make kombucha or when you make uh, alcohol, like um, beer, wine, whiskey, um, bourbons, etc. Um, so only in those instances are you taking like a living thing, yeast, uh, and you're uh, making something else from it. Um, so the chemical reaction is very similar to the chemical reaction that happens between lactic acid and sodium bicarbonate uh, with yeast. It's just that the main difference um, is that you're using an enzyme instead of a, what you might call a replacement reaction, which is what's happening with when you have like buttermilk and soda bread, uh, buttermilk and baking soda. With a enzyme reaction, Enzymes are interesting. They have all kinds of different shapes, and uh, they allow a chemical reaction to happen on its own. So there's no replacement. There's just sort of like things breaking apart. So enzymes can like break molecules apart, or they can bring two molecules together that normally wouldn't fit together because enzymes have unique shapes. It's almost like taking two puzzle pieces that don't fit together, finding the puzzle piece but it has an edge that does fit each puzzle piece, and then snapping those together to allow a puzzle uh, to be made. That's really how an enzyme works, is a, a molecule of a unique shape wraps around another molecule. In this case, different enzymes are attacking the different sugars. So there's like a, there's a maltase for all the maltose in flour. There's glucase for all the glucose in flour. It wraps around those molecules, breaks them apart, and that's what allows uh, the creation of the ethanol and the carbon dioxide. The carbon dioxide is what allows the bread uh, to rise. And we talked about how the bread rises in the last podcast. Okay. I think that's enough scientific information for one day. So now we're going to talk about some jokes. I have two bread jokes for you today, since you listened to two lectures on bread. The first joke is, what did one slice of bread say to the other before the race? The answer, your toast. <laughs> Wonderful. And next, why did the man keep punching his doughy friend to get a rise out of him? <laughs> ah. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So, um, the extension activity for today, again, is optional. Um, I try to give you one that you don't need uh, internet for. Today, I'm just going to uh, give you a couple options. Option number one would be to research the ingredients in yeast. Uh, if you don't have yeast in your house, then what I would like you to do is look up the ingredients to some other um, ingredient in bread, whether that be um, buttermilk or flour, or and see if it lists the grains that are used to make that flour. Uh, see if you can find a, a bottle of yeast or a jar of yeast or a packet of yeast and find out what the ingredients are uh, in it. If it doesn't list the ingredients, if it doesn't list all the different types of sugars or enzymes that are in there, um, then instead, if you can't do any internet research and you can't do any research in your kitchen to find some of these ingredients that are in, that are in these different um, products, uh, then what I would suggest that you do is um, you could take uh, some flour and water and yeast if you have those things in your house. If you don't, that's fine. Again, these are optional. But if you have these uh, ingredients in your house, what you could do is you could um, make a batch, just a tiny batch. I would say like uh, half a cup, if, I, if, that, if that, of flour and add um, 
uh, a few milliliters of water to it, and then take another bowl, add another half cup of flour, add yeast and water, and see what happens to the dough uh, after you mix it and let it sit for one hour. See, after one hour, letting two different bowls, one bowl having flour and water, the other bowl having flour, water, and yeast, see what happens. Uh, Those are optional extension activities that you could do about bread. Thank you for listening to uh, the Room 102 podcast this week. I know that this is a hard time. I know we're not in school. I know that we want to be learning science, even though we don't have access to science instruction, and that's important. We'll be back next week uh, with a different series. It won't be chemistry in the kitchen. It'll be something different. Um, uh, if you have any questions, uh, always feel free to email me or uh, put some comments on the show page. Uh, if not, um, thank you so much for your time. Stay safe out there and have a wonderful day. Goodbye.